brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Hey, welcome to this suds episode here on Sip Suds and Smokes. I am one of your hosts here, good old boy Mike. And they're just <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Crickets. That's, I should call it dramatic. Crickets. Okay. Yep. Okay, <laughs> Shakespeare. Keep going. Hey, this is a show where good beer meets bad radio. We definitely put the B in bad for sure. And uh, I have a, a table full of uh, co-hosts. Yes, that's what we'll call you today. <laughs> and joining me here is good old boy Dave. Hi! Oh my gosh. Is that in volume two or three? Uh, three. Okay. Good old boy Caperton. Hello there. And Reverend Mark. Oh. Oh. You know what? Get your own stick. Hello. Wish you were here. <laughs> Wish you were here. Oh, yeah. Man. And if you were, we'd give you a beer. Outdone mm. by Reverend Mark once yeah. again. And is. I hear dead silence setting in once again. So <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> oh, just wait. It'll get it'll get it will crescendo into that moment for sure. The hey. death spiral has only just begun. <laughs> hey, this is a uh, a sud show. Uh it's a one hour show that's mildly entertaining uh for I don't know no minutes. Our stretch we put the goal M today, in miles. Thirty two minutes I think we can be entertaining for uh, thirty two minutes. That a would day. be like a record. <laughs> and yep. it won't seem that long. Right. Um especially if you hit the fast forward. If you guys just sit there and take it, it won't last long. Yeah. This is gonna go by if you just this is gonna go by so fast. This is the best show on at two AM and the vast uh supply of other choices. We own it. Frankly, we just we own it. We rule this this uh this hour. This is the power hour here on the on this station. So uh I want to thank everybody for joining us. And this particular episode of Sip, Sudden Smokes is sponsored by Stuff and Things. Do you like stuff? Do you need things? Mm. Well, we've got more stuff than anyone. And our things are so competitively priced. Stuff and things, things and stuff, stuff and things and stuff and things. Now with more stuff. Thank you. Uh, so today's episode is a brewery takeover of Toppling Goliath Brewing Company in Decorah, Iowa. How many people think I've said that right? I was just no, wondering. When I think of Iowa, I think of nice Decorah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think everybody was thrilled that I actually probably hosed the name of this uh, fine town. <laughs> so um sorry iowa in advance i think you got it right though <laughs> really yeah fake it till you make it is that our basic plan here i think it's decora uh, yeah, so you might have a point listen we're gonna tell you a little bit about the brewery here then uh, we're gonna tell you about the uh, lineup of beers we're gonna go through today um dave tell us a little bit about toppling yeah, okay. that's for sure. <laughs> so, Toppling this- Goliath Brewery Company started in May of 2009 with Clark and Barb Louie. Uh, yeah, after months of dangerous experiments, home experimental home brewing projects that claimed the Louie's garage. Wait, Dave, you always say that I interrupt you while you're reading this stuff. So, oh, geez, here we I go. mean, exactly what would you As consider? As the recipes gained favor with family <laughs> and friends, they decided to build a small nano brewery. That means niner. Bigger danger. On the hill <laughs> in Decorah, Decorah, Iowa. Brewing three times a day for almost two years in a half-barrel nano system, good grief, wow. led to a demand that could not be kept up with. When a 10-barrel system lost its home in Washington State, it was repoed. It relocated to northeast Iowa and <laughs> became the workhorse. Iowa. 
of our brewery. Soon it too was incapable of keeping up with local demand. Wow, that's this like sounds like Alaska. Not a lot to do except drink beer in Iowa. <laughs> Demanding <laughs> higher wages. Yeah. 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 Today brewing on a new high quality four vessel thirty barrel system and packaging and on a new state of the art filling line, the demand still outpaces supply, but not our eagerness. Oh. We're very eager in Iowa. I think that's their state motto. Eager Iowans. <laughs> Our brews are distributed throughout northeast and central Iowa and southwest Wisconsin. A pleasantly, so they're not even all over Iowa? That's weird. A pleasantly quenching California common lager, refreshingly clean hop forward ales, bold double IPAs, barrel and wood aged beers, and attention getting imperial stouts that you can buy for like $5,000 a bottle in the black market have become the foundation of our quest to make big beers in small batches, but it's apparently worth it. It's the Iowa markup. Okay. Also, I believe, uh, topping Goliath has contracted out to brew hub in Lakeland, Florida, and also Wisconsin brewing in Verona, Wisconsin to increase, increase, See, these are supposed to be my own words. Almost. So it's weird. He was that, almost there. It's weird that I got all of the. You're part almost that I there, man. Write. Bring us right. home. Okay. <clears throat> to increase their production capabilities, now we just need them to expand their butts into Tennessee. Agreed. Hmm. That was almost semi adequate, Dave. I yeah. think it was far less than adequate. Uh, I <laughs> think in the hallows of your I ability of. I think that sucks. I think it sucks. I, I think that is correct. Yeah. So, uh, Dave, just, just enroll in uh, Hooked on Phonics. Hooked on Chronic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, Mark, I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about the lineup for today. Be glad to. Today's selections from Toppling Goliath Brewery are Hopsmack Double IPA at 8% ABV and 100 IBUs. Tsunami Pale Ale, American Pale Ale. It's 5% with 31 IBUs. And then we get to Pseudo Sue, an American Pale Ale at 5.8 ABV and 50 IBUs. Next on the lineup, Double Dry Hopped Pseudo Sue and Susu. Is that correct? Sosus. Sosus. Uh, well, sounds like a girlfriend I used to have. So anyway, there's a lot of another story. There, so technically, none of us know how to pronounce it. So could be Susu, but we're going with Sosis. But it's save ourselves us. Okay, S O S us. Double India Pale Ale, eight percent ABV, at a hundred plus IBUs. That's a palate wrecker. Uh, a little bit of hoppies uh, today. Yeah. Thanks, Mark, mm-hmm. Mr. Caperton. Oh. Would you please give us the Sudge ratings? It's, unless, my, unless it's my turn. Unless Mike wants to do them in his best impression of a native Iowan. <laughs> yeah, Mike. I, we say Mike. I say Mike does it then. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you do it, Mike? We haven't been banned from Iowa yet. You know, it's always a lifetime goal for me to pick a new geography to uh, be banned uh, from. Hold so. on. Let me put my finger over the banned uh, button. So go uh, ahead. Okay. You're prepared. You're ready. Hey, we'll be rating and tasting. We'll be rating these beers today with these Sudge ratings, plus our signature belching rounds. And here are those ratings now for you. Number one, that sucks. Give me anything but a decent cable channel to watch in Iowa. Number two, Aunt Martha, was that a belch? Number three, ah, what a relief. Otherwise known as the sign as you're driving out of Iowa. <laughs> Banned once again. There you go. There it was. That did it. That did it. I knew I'd cross the line or the state line or whatever you want to call that. Number four, a body should really not make that sound. Generally, you know, when people are talking to people on the phone in Iowa, they, that's what they tell them. I don't really think you should make I've that already sound hit the button. We've been I, banned. Iowa, so. <laughs> And our top rating is number five, which is listen to that tank hang time. Give me another or a decent college football team. So. Listen to that tang time. Give me a tother. Right. Taint, taint time. There's beer involved. That's all I got to say. That's right. 
Wow. So um, thanks for that background, our lineup for today, as well as our Suds ratings. Uh, we're going to uh, have a lot of good beer uh, to talk about today, you know, in this in this flight. Definitely. A and lot it's of, all from Iowa, everybody. Iowa. That's right. That's right. Or as I was pronouncing it when we were looking over, that it's Lowen. Lowen. <laughs> because Lo- yeah, I was looking I's, at L's. They're all kind of. No, it's, all, no. it's all just letters. It's all just marks on a page. Yeah, uh-huh. kind of those. You know, stuff happens. Can you t- talk about your favorite moment in Iowa, like, ever? Anybody? So, well, I will Bueller. tell you this. Bueller. Uh, <laughs> downtown Duluth, Iowa is very nice. Mm-hmm. There are There's a park, a big park, um, with a lot of sculptures um, and art exhibits. Corn? There. No corn. But once you get outside the city... Love. You're going to be a little covered up in corn, okay? Corn. Um, there's not, you can count the corn stalks. I got up to 1,987,000, and then I kind of lost count, and I didn't want to start over. Wow. Yeah. Dave yeah. can count that. Someone out. interrupted I'm you. I'm impressed. Right? Well, yeah, I really just made that up. Everybody has to have a goal. Yeah. I had to take a Does anybody issues. know what part of the state uh, Decora is in? Uh, it's in the. Um, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although <laughs> the vast resources we have is, in front Iowa of us. just sort of shaped like a square or something? Um, no, yes. it's, like a, it's kind of like a stick. Stick. Okay. Yeah. I always think of uh, uh, Iowa as where, you know, people are traveling, you know, and they get lost coming from Canada and they pass through Illinois and they go, wait, we missed a turn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Well, now, I'd say, one thing I would say good about Des Moines and I want to go there someday for this reason, if nothing else, is the Ragbra, which is it is an acronym for the registers the registrar's annual Great Bicycle Ride Across Iowa. Oh. And they raise a lot of money uh, to benefit education. There you go. Huh. Wow. That might be the most boring thing. I was about to say. <laughs> and we'll be right back after this message. <laughs> Rolling clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting By the light of a rising glowing moon Seashore mesmerizing Night breeze hypnotizing We've come across these back roads none too soon Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. On today's episode, we have a Suds episode, and we're covering a product lineup from Toppling Goliath Brewing Company out of Decorah, Iowa. If I said it wrong the first time, at least I'm saying it wrong Keep it consistent, buddy. That's right. I'm just going to bury the hole deeper. That's for sure. You can seem smarter if you just stick to your guns. Uh I've I've discovered that. I can almost see them right there, you know, showing up. Hello. uh, We're from the... uh, you know, phonetic police saying you right. don't know how to say our town's name. We're from name, the so. Iowa Chamber of Commerce. Yep, that's correct. Hey, uh, we're going to get to uh, some beer here from Toppling uh, Goliath. And up first is going to be Hopsmack, which is their double yeah, IPA. Wow. Uh, again, this is at 8% ABV, 100 IBUs. Here's a quick description from the brewery. First in the series, Hopsmack inspired us to launch the Toppling Goliath Hop Patrol series, <laughs> Palette Rescue Mission. Giant aromas of pineapple and tropical fruit jump from the enticingly complex double IPA. True to its name, this brew delivers a heavy stack of dry hops and a double dose of bitterness in the finish. So, what do you guys think of Hopsmack? This is a really solid IPA, man. I mean, this beer is it is kind of everything they put in the, the description. It's complex, but the, the tropical uh, flavors that come off of the hops are are really refreshing and, and really engaging. I think I wrote down the word wow about eight times. Yeah. <laughs> Misspelled it like three of those, but yeah. whatever. 
Yeah, I say hop smack. Yeah, it really does that. Smack, it <laughs> smacks you. It, yeah. it does. It's appropriately named. But then you're sure. like, may I have another? Well, the so Capon and I were sitting across each other when we were going through the flight, and I could not figure out exactly what was that predominant hop. And I actually wrote down, I thought it was uh, Galaxy, was the one that was just all over the place. Isn't but, that your favorite mm, dancer? Um, only on Tuesdays yeah. and only on the matinee show. Um, I don't know which lunch buffet. Which hop did you think uh, was the one that was really smacking you so hard? <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's a question be, I thought I, I was going to ask. Yeah. When I got up this morning, I went, hmm. Identifying the What hop, have you yeah. been smacked with lately? Yeah. Well, Mosaic, of course. Yeah, you think it was definitely Mosaic was the mm. predominant one that was? Definitely, probably. Definitely, probably. <laughs> All right. I didn't get a lot of Galaxy, though. All right. I'll admit that. Uh, so, score one for you guys, and I'm definitely out of that. <laughs> I apparently, I don't know what Galaxy smells like when it's been shoved up my left nostril. Yeah, there was a lot there, bag. for sure. Just yeah. for sure. get with her after the next show. Yeah. Uh, so, definitely a lot of, what did you say? A mosaic. Yeah, right? mosaic. Yeah, I said mosaic yeah. was the thing that was smacking you around. Definitely intense, intense, very intense all the way around. Everything was just kind of exponential off this, wasn't it? Yeah, it it felt uh, it felt almost like a. Well, I wrote. This is gonna sound so dumb. Here we go. It's a. It. It's a. It's a. You're among friends. Iron fist and a velvet glove. Oh my god! Because I thought it, I thought it was kind of smooth. I mean, that is so you know, dumb. It, it was incredibly back, bitter, but somehow just bring the wheelbarrow right uh, there, yeah, put it yeah. right beside his chair. It was it was. <laughs> I thought there was a, 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 a there is a smoothness to the to the finish mm. there. I thought you know for would sure. Would a velvet glove really protect you if you no. were punched with an iron no. fist? No, it would. You, I mean, a, 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 an iron fist. I think would, that's a dumb. That's a dumb saying. Yeah. Well, that's mm. me. That's yeah. me. That's what I'm here for. I guys. get what you're saying, though. I think yeah, it's, it's, it was. I, I felt like I really liked it. 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 I felt like for a double, it wasn't overly sweet. It was a little bit well, drier. and it is a, a little on the, the low gravity side. Not yeah, too much. It's yeah. an eight percent, and I think with a hundred yeah, hundred yeah. IBUs, um, it does come off more balanced and uh, and and less intense or less grassy or whatever than yeah. than you might think. Thank you, Mark. For yeah. <laughs> For that balance of wow. of alcohol versus hops. See? I, I don't yeah. think I could have more than a half a glass of this, though. I mean, uh, there's no way I could drink the whole I could, I I could, could drink I a could, pint. Yeah, I could have a few of these. But if you had a half a glass, would this it be a, a glass half question empty? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any no. other comments about hops, man? In the bitter cold Iowan winter or the bitter cold Iowan summer, <laughs> I think this beer would be equally refreshing. Sure. That's all I had. There it is. Yeah. Well, uh, really great beer all the way around. Um, our Suds rating for Hopsmack from Toppling Goliath is going to be a four. I should I should point out that I had some really... I, I sound a lot dumber than what I wrote down here. No, just read yeah. it. Just read it, dude. No, we're moving. Come on, on. read. We've it. Are, we've done the rating. We're moving. On. Yeah, let's let's move on. So next up is going to be. I'm sure whatever you wrote about the next beer is dumb too. So. <laughs> it, it count on it. It's a target rich environment for Caperton. Count on it. So uh, tsunami pale ale is the next beer up. This is an American pale ale at five percent ABV, thirty one IBUs. And here's a quick description from the brewery. Dive into a toppling Goliath tsunami, tsunami pale ale. Tsunami. Tsunami, yeah. Waves of, word. <laughs> waves of mandarin, orange <laughs> aroma, swell into this light ale body, coasting to a smooth, easy finish. This tsunami was or is a breezy ride, not too bitter, and a perfect introduction for those not familiar with the craft brewing world. Prepare your palate to take the plunge with a chilled tsunami pale, best served in a pint glass. There's the description for tsunami pale ale. What'd you guys think of this one? I thought the malt was just right on with it being just a 5%. There was a good medium malt uh, backbone to it that it upheld the citrus, you know, the orange and grapefruit that, that I at least uh, perceived. Uh, and, it, you know, just uh, the finish, it, it gave me the tingles. 
Is that a in technical your, beer judge term? <laughs> where, where, what, what, point, point to so on this doll. Point to the part of the body that tingled is from zero to six. Well, according to research, the tingles come right before the giggles. I feel the uh, tingling yes. in okay. my left arm and my third finger. If you yeah, get the tingling so. in your left arm, that's a heart attack. Okay. We yeah. should no, we, but this was just a nice mint-like sensation right at the very last, so I just wrote that down. I was free associating, I so sorry about that. I thought the finish had sort of a tea quality. Like, um, I don't know if it's like resin or, or like what it is or, or tannins or something, but no. there's something no. that's kind of... Well, <laughs> well, then I guess I have nothing no. to yeah. offer. It was no one thing I could say about this, though, you it was one of me. My- you don't know what I taste. <laughs> <laughs> tea. There's no tea in this. There's tea. No it's tea. Everybody. No. Uh, yeah. This was one of my favorites in the sense that I wrote, I could have three pints of this in a row. Sure, yeah, I agree. Sure. Now that seriously, that is a test. That's of an what I love beer. about. That's what I love about it's pale ale. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple other things I wrote down, uh, both sweet as well as kind of sweet citrus, fairly simple. And I think that's the reason why it's so crushable, uh, that Reverend Mark was talking about, you know, this is definitely something I would sit down and not have any tea as well as a full cl- mm. a pint of this. So you would be wanting a pitcher of tea after you had this beer. <laughs> it's just, I'm, no, it's just the herbal part sure. of the, of the hops is all it is. I'm with so you, if I was a jerk and I just kept saying no, no. when somebody was saying something, no, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. you get. I second that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with you guys. I th- I think there was a nice sweet orange and I also wrote like a almost like a red grapefruit here, like one of those ruby red jobs. But uh <laughs> but yeah, I got a, a ruby red job super, one time. It was <laughs> super crushable. Um and, and to get yeah. a couple of shots later. All right, but. So maybe a hint of black tea. Oh, look at that. Uh, a little tea, tea, you know. And I, I also wrote a little you tea. You know, don't right. feel like you have to give me. No, you were digging. You were digging. Uh, I was just, you know. A little Earl Grey, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a little mm-hmm. bit of some black that tea. That orange some part tea. at the end of the citrus, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Maybe. Whatever. Maybe. That's what are we rating this dog? Oh, uh, let's see. What four. We, give it? we gave it a four. Uh, yeah, four. Uh, I'd like to move on. Super solid, though. <laughs> I loved that beer. Yes, yeah, so our rating for the Toppling Goliath Tsunami Pale Ale was a such rating. It's actually, four. it's one of the better pale ales. Like, it really sticks out being a pale ale because it's a strong flavor. Mm. But we already rated it, so move on. Yep. Wow. You just want to get to the Sioux. That's really what Pseudo Sioux. We're going to probably talk about this for a while. So um, the next beer up is uh, called Pseudo Sue. It's got a dinosaur on the label. Yeah, that's right. American Pale Ale, 5.8% ABV, 50 IBUs. Here's a quick description from the brewery. This single hop pale ale showcases the citra hop for a well-balanced beer that is delicate in body with a mild bitterness in the finish. She roars with the ferocious aromas of grapefruit, citrus, mango, and evergreen. Pseudo Sue's unique and addictive taste is clean and bright with just enough bite. What do you guys think of this beer, this APA? Yeah. I think that description you just read is what is on my notes. (laughs) (laughs) Plagiarism. But I didn't see your notes, but it is what I said. I thought it was the driest of all that we drank. Yep. And that that dryness gave it more of a bright citrus kind of impact it was really there i just think it's amazing like in this world of ipas that everybody's always thinking about an ipa yeah that like because pseudo sue is one of those if you're a beer nerd this is one of those beers that you hear about and then you you have to try to yeah to get so like you either travel to get it or you trade for it or you hope somebody will mule some back to you and it's a pale ale but it's every bit as flavorful as an IPA and it and it's so crushable and it's it's just an amazing flavor. And it and the fact that it's just a pale ale makes it stand out even more. It reminds me a little bit if you guys have ever had uh, Moon Man from oh, yeah. Nuglaris. Yeah. It it it's, got some out in the fridge, but yeah. I mean it's just that of that caliber, in my opinion, it was just super, super drinkable. Because they all don't have to be huge beers to right. be phenomenal. 
you know. Very true. And, you know, the, definitely the quality of the construction of this, um, uh, I, I really thought was quite evident. Um, this was actually the very first Toppling Goliath beer that I ever tried. Yeah. Um, Same here. And yeah. uh, I don't know if this was a flagship product for them during that period of time, but um, it's definitely something that, you know, really captured my attention. Um, again, for I just didn't feel like it was chasing a lot of that IPA market, you know, at yeah. the time. And I really enjoyed um, just how good this was without really overloading, yeah. you know, the IBUs. Well, and it's a so. single hot beer, too. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. even that makes it even more cool because they don't have to try to pull flavors from different hop varieties. You go straight Citra and yeah. it's it's just really straightforward beer, but it it really highlights the, the grain bill highlights the citra and lets it really stand out and sometimes complexity is overrated especially with uh again a pale ale um i think this has a broader palate appeal so this would be a beer that uh you know if i could get it in quantity i'd buy a case and take it to the next you know football absolutely uh, uh, game or watching a football match (laughs) yes what do they do there You can tell I was a tennis player. Go on the on the on the pitch, <laughs> on the football diamond. <laughs> yes, governor. Reverend Mark, a letterman of the tennis team. <laughs> That's funny. So, Where love means nothing. Uh, a couple other things I wrote down. Um, so it's almost along some of the same lines you were talking about, which is uh, simplicity. I wrote down it was very subtle. So even though you know they kind of described all this flavor of profile everything is just incredibly Mm -hmm. subtle you know about this it's just you know it's not like in your face there's not these exponential you know flavor profiles around this a bit of some sweet fruit almost a bit of some melon um very simple finish off this that sue has nice melon (laughs) (laughs) that gets us banned from a lot of radio stations once again appreciate that and I could give a can of this to my cousin Gordon at the, uh, you know, the Diesel College. He would love it. Yeah, this is classic. <laughs> this is this old Gordon. <laughs> Good old Gordo. It's classic. I, just, I have like this whole scene playing through my head now. You know, out you know, out there with the truck, and we actually, you know, yeah. we both know where the Diesel College is, and so I just, I, yes, I have this. You know, he's got it next to the degreaser. Yeah, you know? I have them out there. You know, just. Uh, out beside the truck man, and you know there's dang, some macro man. lager and going <laughs> past the diesel college a couple times a week man of all the crappy beer you brought this pseudo suit thing or how do you say that that's a dang dinosaur, dinosaur beer, beer man yeah. that's good <laughs> tell your uncle you can come that's by funny. anytime so <laughs> yeah. cousin gordo oh yeah your cousin yeah not your uncle so um <laughs> Wow. yeah I can just see this playing really well with that with that crowd for sure it's a good lawnmower beer I mean, yeah? It's, yeah, you think that's yeah, the event sh- to pair sure. this with for yeah. sure? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, can you think of uh, other beers or other experiences with you know Sue that you can say, "Oh yeah, I would totally <laughs> see." You know, that well, play. I, would, well, I mean, this thing with the Diesel College has really got yeah, me going. Yeah, I would like, say, I think. What else would you pair at the Diesel College? I, I can think, think of some could, other beers. But, I think you could take yeah. Sue anywhere. You know, I mean, yeah. Sue is a good. If you're snaking the toilet. You know, yeah. and these would grab a, <laughs> grab a pseudo Sue. You know? and these yeah. would be good with regular flavor Do you as have well a beer as handy. Got a big clog. Got a big clog in there. You need to snake out. Well, you need a good Is beer. That a marketing that. slogan. You think they should adopt? It's I'm just saying. Snake hey, your the other dude. beer they marketed to beginners. So this should. If be you're going to go with a big hose, go this, with Sue. This, yeah, this should be for people who are doing. Big jobs, you know. Big jobs, like, but I think this in the drain. This this beer would pair well with either the regular flavor or the Tabasco flavored pork rinds. <laughs> oh, sure. that should be a new benchmark that we have to, you know. I agree. Like, would I, you Tabasco pork rinds? Could I, you go for the hot and spicies or just the plain? But they don't I have know. those in Iowa. Do they? Oh, sure they, oh, they got really? plenty of pork. Oh, dude, they got, they do. dude, they got pork up one side down I thought it was corn. Corn, corn, corn. What do you think they're, they're feeding, feeding the corn, corn to? to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got you. They got you there, Mike. You know, Corn-fed pork, buddy. As long as I just walk into the bullet effectively, you know, you know that's, that's the whole point of this. Um, some of, When I was telling everybody that this was, you know, the first beer, you know, that I had in this lineup, 
Um, some of you were kind of nodding your head and going, yeah, that's, that's true. Um, was this the first top? This is the most, this is the first one I'd heard oh, of. This first time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, this was Sue was the first beer from top and Goliath that I think, I think it's their biggest beer. I, um, I, I gotta say I've had, yeah, a lot. You gotta try the pseudo Sue. You yeah. Know? Mm. That was the word. Cause yeah. then I, I had that and then I had the King Sue. Yeah, that's which another is one. That's weird, true. I had that. Yeah, and which I is remember. like an imperial kind of version of the pseudo suit. I had it in a flight with Sun King uh, beer, uh, the King Sue, uh, one time. Oh, um, but so, that was a good flight. Yeah, I don't know if it. Uh, most likely, I probably had that in Indiana because you just can't get you know Sun King you know uh, everywhere mm-hmm. everywhere you mm-hmm. know. So that was probably when you know I had. Uh, both of those kind of align with each other. I think Is there anything Sudo, like the the boy named Sue? Mm. Um, mm. I don't think it <laughs> cut a piece of its father's ear off. The blood and the guts and the beer. That's right. That's in, it. In Gatlinburg. You know, all that went down in Gatlinburg. Oh, did it? Yeah. If you listen to the song. <laughs> uh, Please okay. don't I'll take your word for that. Yeah, I'm telling you, in a dusty <laughs> saloon. Dusty Street in Gatlinburg. Yeah, I don't think okay. so. Wow. I just heard like we'll half of our it. listener base shut off and go, well, there that has the, to be something better on cable TV. That was the second half, then. That was the second half. Well, let's wrap this up with our uh, such rating <laughs> for uh, Pseudo Sue. Let's put this one to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Their American Pale Ale from Toppling Goliath. Our such rating for this beer is going to be a four. Uh, Thank you, Sue. Uh, Thank you, yeah. Sue. We'll have to chase down some more of this uh, for sure, won't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the there's a tie-in with the Field Museum. Of, yeah, because that's where Sue is. Well, oh, yeah. I see. in Chicago. That's yeah. the name of the dinosaur. Yep, Sue. I didn't know there was a name. For I that. like the fact that Caperton is one of the intellectually challenged individuals here at the table. So, Thank you. you know, yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Is there <laughs> any other kind of individual here at the table? Well, there's you, Dave, <laughs> but you're a special. Breed I've seen that so. skeleton. <laughs> I just didn't know its name, Mike. We weren't introduced. <laughs> we weren't introduced. <laughs> well, and I didn't recognize the, the, the resemblance because this you know, guy's purple. Big head, like short Mario. arms. Yeah. Mike could be a T-Rex. Oh, you know what? Well, uh, I think I'm going to concentrate on uh, letting our audience think about that right after this break. He didn't say it was untrue. Destination, but baby, the whole elation riding down this lover's avenue. As slow as a willow blows, or as fast as the whirlwind grows, we glide to me. Stars and cobalt blue. Look to the left, to the right. Keep your eyes on the road, my darling. Wondering if we're only passing through. Open roads and open windows. My hand is yours forever, sweet love. Our eyes ahead. Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. On today's Suds episode, we're going through a flight from Toppling Goliath Brewing Company out of Decorah, Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> crickets, crickets. As you got, I was just waiting for you to hammer there, me. There, there. there you go. I think I that sounds it. like Iowa. It does like, sound it, like I, Iowa. I, I, I would imagine Iowa sounds a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. for two months of the year, and then the crickets are all. And then the corn's out. all gone. The corn. The crickets got the corn. <laughs> the crickets. invasion of the Canadians is next, right? Mm. Probably. Uh, so up next is uh, basically the same beer that we just talked about, Pseudo Sue. But what they did is uh, double dry hop. And I'm going to take just a little bit of a moment here. Uh, so I know that uh, Reverend Mark is just coming off a really great homebrewing competition. He, yeah. he meddled with a beer that I don't believe you've meddled with before, have you? The I, I have not. No, you, Baltic I, Porter. Yeah. So uh, Ooh, congrats. Thank you very by much. The way. Yep. 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 It's good to uh, good to see Reverend Mar back in the brewing seat again. That's awesome. It's it is good to see me in any seat. Um, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, uh, I'm really glad uh, just to see you. You know, uh, get into a, a beer that you've not made. You know, um, 
a whole lot of, and most importantly, that you were able to uh, do well in the um, competition. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what what do you do with with uh, dry hopping a beer that's a little bit different with this and double dry? Oh hopping, yeah, well you know with 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 dry hopping you can most home brewers will use pellet hops. I guess that's pretty much the stand, the industry standard as well. Uh, but I go about dry hopping in a couple of ways. That is, put it in the secondary um, for a week to ten days, usually pelletized, whirlpool it a little bit, and then and then uh, rack it or siphon it into a tertiary. At that point, when I'm getting ready to to bottle it, I'll actually this is a form of dry hopping as well. Is that I will take pellets um, and. Uh, that's hot pellets, by the way. Not rabbit uh, pellets? No, no, Looks no. I same. tried that once. <laughs> <laughs> that beer was funky. Yeah, that was the funky beer. But I'll pre-boil about a, a pint of water and to drive all the oxygen out and then cool it and then put it in a French press and then drop in the pellets and let it sit in the refrigerator overnight. And you basically got a really nice hop extract that I'll then put into bottling. So that gives it a one-two punch. A little extra punch. Yeah. Punchy punch. Literally. There you go. So, so um, hop punch. It's not an original idea, but it's yours to take nonetheless. Yep. So, uh, again, they're, uh, the predominant hop that was used with this is all Citra. So. Okay. Basically, they used all that same process, just with citra hops. Hit it with more oh, citra. And uh, taking Reverend Mark's idea, for those of you who don't brew, but you want to amp up the hops in your beer that you're drinking, oh, here we you go. can actually do that. Yep. And um, when you serve your beer, you can actually add a little bit of that hop extract in the glass. Or if you if if you're pulling CO two, just uh, get Throw a water filtration uh, device, and then you can randalize. Yep, yep, yeah. There Would are you, a lot of ways to go. Yeah. So, those. have you ever had a Randall double dry hop beer? Yes. Really? Mm. It is straight up. I was about to say, man, that is like a it's hop, hop it's infusion in a, yeah. in a you know basically just in an IV at that point, isn't it? Yeah, wow. but I mean, that's what some people go for. I mean, you really, if they want like just full hop flavor, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. people will randle anything. I've had that's apple true. pie in a randle. Mm, yeah, you know, these people don't know too much of a good thing. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, you have the wet hop edition stuff, which is kind of you know yeah. that's a whole nother thing. This one place they put a they put a baby in the Randall, and we had the beer through that, and that was mm -hmm. that was weird. Let's talk right. about this beer. fecally On contaminated. So uh, for the double dry hop, Sue, what'd you guys think of this beer? Tastes the baby yeah. better than that baby beer. Oh gosh, he has to yeah. stick with that. I um, thought this was creamier yeah, better, for sure. It's better. Got a, it worse, had a it had a same. it had a pleasant mouth feel. Number one, to it, I number thought. two. Um, yeah. <laughs> number one. It was more for sure. <laughs> I don't know about better, but it was more. But yeah, probably. I think it was, was more. I think it was more bitter. Was. It was more bitter. If it wasn't more better, it was danker. I thought your, your batter wasn't better. It was bitter. <laughs> I thought it actually made a good beer better. I, I think I it really did too. do. Uh, and I don't. Yeah. You know, we've had uh, you know definitely uh, dry hopped and double dry hop versions of you know a lot of beers, and I'm really surprised how much it degrades. You know, the the beer sometimes when you take that approach, but. Definitely with this one, I I thought it just it did a great job of yeah. kicking up. Uh, they avoided you know, grassiness. I thought, I thought it ramped you know, the whole party up. Yeah, you know? yeah it yeah. really did. Uh, I thought it was, a, I thought it was a great idea. I you know, I don't know if it was just done on a dare. They had a lot of hops, and they just decided, you know, let's just just take this to a new level. Or, but well, I think like yeah. great Sue beer. is one of those beers because you know they did the King Sue and they've done this, and I'm sure. They've probably done other variations that we may not have heard of. True. When you have a beer that's kind of your, uh, you, you know, your mainstay beer, a lot of breweries will do different variations on a theme and stuff. And so, I'm sure this was one of those that they tried it once and they're like, well, dang, that's you know, that's pretty good. We're gonna, you know, maybe they you know ran it through a Randall at the tap room or something maybe once, and they were like. Well, yeah, people this, are like, "Holy crap! This will uh, this will handle it." Yeah, know. so they were like, "Okay, well, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do this." So, um, I think breweries are constantly looking for ways to repackage or, or you know, 
re-identify their their main beers a lot of times and you know maybe a different hop or more hops or less hops or they've done different hops with this as well yeah so you know you just you have to look for different ways to take a beer that people know sure and and give it a different feel to make sure you keep people interested Mm. i think you can achieve two goals there and that is you take people who are maybe getting a little bored with your product right, right, and, right. and jazzing them up a little bit. And then they return to the old homestead, you know, eventually. Like, and, they, the and, they, and they, and they yeah, have a, they have homestead. a new perspective for the old, for the old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody's a winner there. Well, a uh, mm-hmm. really great beer all the way around. And, uh, our such rating for the double dry hop pseudo Sioux from toppling Goliath is a four. Uh, good beer. Last beer in our lineup from Toppling Goliath is Sosas. Hopefully we're saying that right. S-O-S-U-S. It's a double uh, IPA, 8% ABV, uh, 100 plus IBUs. Plus. Here is a quick This is going to be fun. Here's a quick note from uh, the brewery about this. In his most notable mosaic work, Sosas of Pergamon (laughs) depicts Dove stunning atop a golden chalice. The image was said to be so enticing that real birds flew into it while trying to reach their stone companions. This single hop showcase is inspired by. How about Caperton? That's a heck of a mosaic, man. There there needs to be a soundtrack behind this. A Cheech and Chong soundtrack, (laughs) yes. This single hop showcase (laughs) is inspired by the beauty and divinity of the Sosis mosaics. Just as the doves discovered their golden nectar, discover the irresistible nature of the mosaic hop. That description sounds decidedly non Iowan. You know. I, I'm I, other, should, I shouldn't I'm say halfway I think between, I they have I the Iowa's ri- Iowa Writers Workshop. I'm like, that's true. Yeah, I, I, like I need to scrape something off and <laughs> ironically jerky. very turned on. I'm not really quite sure which one of these is most applicable at this moment. So Wow. But, Golden know, Watch nectar. yourself forever, Mark. He's a little turned on. <laughs> so um, if you look at the label on this beer, it's it, it's like it is a mosaic. It is. And it uh, it's really a cool looking uh, label. It's got some zodiac So those are not hallucinations I'm seeing. It's no, a real mosaic. Well, not okay. all of them. I think a lot of those <laughs> words in that description I felt where I was partially hallucinating. So, yeah. But great beer. Uh, you know, just um, this is a really good double IPA. The thing that I'm just very critical about most doubles is they're usually too sweet. And this is one of the ones that have really struck a great balance off of that. It's not too sweet. And it's just as intense, you know, as you yeah. really want it to be. So, yeah, I mean, mm. really solid uh, a double all the way. Well, I thought it pulled off a, a really big feat. Uh, and I think it did a little bit better, a little bit better than Hop Smack in that it held the balance together for me a little bit more. Sure. That is, you got 100 IBUs in here that are held in check. Yeah. You don't have any vegetal afterburn. Nope. And it's just one that, uh, although I couldn't say that I would drink three of these in a row unless I was really? going, going in for uh, a root canal. I'm kind of um, wanting another one right now. That's what I'm <laughs> thinking <laughs> too, <laughs> Because it's so big, I, w- I would enjoy it uh, in Iowa, maybe three or four if I was in Iowa. Hey, um, when in Iowa, do as the Iowans do. But no, what, what Mike said, it's, it's very well balanced for something this big and this complex. Well, and I think, uh, you know, like what, what do they say, you know, where the, the palate cuts off, like what IBUs? Yeah. A hundred. Yeah. A hundred. So I think, it's, I think it's even less than that. I'm thinking I was, like I was, 80. I thought the threshold yeah, I thought it was, was 70 yeah. or 80. Yeah. That's where it yeah. cut off. So I, I don't know what a hundred IBUs tastes like, but I guess this is it. Lagunitas Maximus. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a burner though. I had this a, this one's I, not a burner. Not you know what I mean? It doesn't, um, it, the, the, I think the malt, like you said, Mike, the the malt balances it well. So they figured out how sweet they needed to make the malt to handle this uh, this level of hops. And we've had a few double or imperial that IPAs. That balance was not there. Well, yeah. but we've had a few that do, but not many. Yeah. Like, you know, usually it's either too sweet or the, they go overboard with the bitterness. But this is one of the ones where they really... They figured it out, and I don't know if it maybe it took several batches, or you know how they they knew, but this is something where it seems like that they they took the time to to get the balance right, and they were, and I think that's a good. Um, I know Mark felt like Hop Smack was a little out of balance, but for me, 
most of these beers, if not all of them, were very even-handed. Even though a lot of them are pretty aggressively hoppy, mm-hmm. it does not feel to me like any of them got out of whack in any way. Yeah, like they, smack they, a little bit. A little bit, a little but, but I think maybe that's what they mm-hmm. wanted, too. Right, but, right. Because yeah. you know, it's a hop smack. But for the most part, they kept the, the hop bitterness and the hop flavor in check with what the malt was doing to give you a pleasant experience. And this one is a really big beer, and it's really hoppy, but it it is one that you can really enjoy because Great it's balance. a balanced mm-hmm. it's yeah. A balanced yeah, I'm flavor. not disparaging hop smack. What I guess what I'm saying is that they took a good beer with hop smack, and they made it even better with this. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I- Agreed. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And this was, you know, we were talking about how how much of some of these beers I would enjoy, and I would totally smoke an entire bottle of this. I mean, yeah. it was yeah. it was really good. It's crushable. Is that is that legal in Iowa? Uh, no, mm, not, not yet. yet. We're working on it. We're working <laughs> outside the city limits. You can smoke it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna probably get a little. Um, oh, he's gonna get, get a little, little edgy here. here. Oh, yeah. I'm getting a little weird. Right. And that is, I've had a lot of mosaic beers that i'm not particularly fond of i think um um shut your mouth like simcoe for me there's a Mm. there's a catty quality Mm. like a little bit of cat litter box and i get a little bit of that on the nose but i have to say this is one of the best this is the best mosaic hop beer interesting that they absolutely avoided a lot of the things that that trip up my palate with that hop Let's give everybody our rating for this, and then I have a couple of questions throughout uh, about here with Toppling Goliath. So for Sosas uh, from Toppling Goliath, our Suds rating for this beer is a five. Listen to that hang time. Give me another. Really, uh, it's a wish you wish. Yeah, great, uh, great to have something like that in the lineup. So uh, the uh, question I wanted to: th- What about these guys using lupulin powder? I do you really think that is a path that you know they're going to go down? Because I was thinking, especially with pseudo Sue, mm-hmm. I that would be something I would be really interested to see with a lupulin based, you know, citra powder. You know, well, here's the thing that I would say about that is I think they there's no need for them to because right. the advantage of the powder is to avoid that. That vegetal quality that mm-hmm, you get yeah. from just massively hopping a beer, you mm-hmm. know, the grassy sort of I agree. green. Yeah. And none of these beers gave me that at all. I mean, I think these it are, would so be you're saying no lupulin powder. I'm just yeah, saying, don't improve on this. I'm yeah. just saying they don't need to. Yeah. They're, whatever their technique is on, I think on, if, on if they making these beers, like is, a, is uh, if they decided to do like a, uh, you know, like a like a Boston Sioux or a yeah, you know, a New England Sioux or something. Maybe you would do yeah, like maybe, a little yeah. one off and just to try it out. But but yeah, I mean they they've figured it out. Like you know, I think the thing about it is with a lot of breweries that use lupulin powder and stuff, they they figured out that that was the best way to get them the flavor they wanted. Yeah, Toplin and, Goliath you know, has our- figured out how to get the flavor they want with just with the hops, you know? So maybe they should just do a collaboration with the new England brewery there you go. and then do it that way. Yeah. Ooh, well, Toppling they, Goliath and then they could, they could just see how that they goes. They may not need any yeah. new England. Toppling you know, Treehouse. Like I say, they yeah. kind of got it. They, I think this, they got, these, they got what they're doing, yeah. but I mean, you never know. You, you know? never know. Tough part of the, uh, the country, you know, to have uh, a brewery itself and not really having a huge major market, you know, usually within, you know, 400 miles or 500 miles, yeah. you know, other than Des Moines. Um, but I mean, um, uh, that's probably the one thing that I'm kind of, you know, shaking my head about going, you know, is it they're really going to be able to make it, you know, in that market, you know, over the long haul. I mean, they've done a really great job so far, but, yeah, you know, are they really going to be able to compete with a lot of people that are expanding, you know, in multiple states? So, But I think what, what, what do you mean by compete? Like if they're making... I think they're doing the, it. If I you're think, making, I think them, everybody else is making the money they want to make and they're, they're living the life they want to live. Be like the alchemist. Yeah, yeah. Just I think that don't try to rule the world. I don't, think that's don't worry one of about the new, other people are doing. Just yeah. you know, do your thing. Yeah. And that's do it the well. new model. Yeah. It's yeah. like find your little pocket of heaven. I agree, and that's what you're. That's where you're going to control. I wouldn't have any problem with you know definitely sticking really close to making you know a great version of Sue you know for a long time. It's great beer, so yeah. 
Well, really great uh, flight, you know, from uh, Toppling Goliath all the way. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you enjoyed. Hopulin. Yep. Hopulin powder. <laughs> you enjoyed our discussion about this flight as well. So uh, check out some of these beers. Let us know uh, kind of what you think about them as well. Really always send uh, us some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that works too. So send us beer. That's tell them. Exact, tell them we tell them we sent exactly you. what we need, Dave. Yes, <laughs> we do. We need everyone listening to me right now. Oh send me oh a six gosh. pack of beer. Don't, don't. really <laughs> plenty of beer. We, gotta, <laughs> we, we talk about beer for the next ten years. We want to. So. That's right. Well. Uh, You've uh, hopefully had a really good time here in the sour with us as well and enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes here on Sip, Suds, and Smokes online as well on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, iHeart, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy this show on your phone. Just search for Sip, Suds, and Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. And our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every day at Sip, Sud, Smoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Please, please take time from your busy day to try to rate this episode. And remember the number five. <laughs> well, uh, really great uh, time here on this episode. I want to thank my co-host for being here. Good old boy, Dave. All right, we'll see you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you were sugar. <laughs> you know, <laughs> good old boy Caperton. Uh, see you guys next time. It's been fun. And Reverend Mark, wish you were here. <laughs> That's Boo. it. Boo. No, good to be with everybody. I agree. It's very go. nice. There you go. Very, very nice. <laughs> well, this is good old boy Mike. Thanking you for joining us here. Uh, come back, join us once again, and keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 